Chapter 46 of Ned Franks or the Christian's Panoply. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Knell. But Persis could not think at that moment even of the dear hopes entwined with the thought of that moral. She hastened with a glass of warm wine and water to the unhappy Jew, who had sunk down on a chair, and who remained with his head bowed on his chest, as if his very life were passing away. Isaacs pushed away the needed refreshment with wild impatience. "'Oh!' faltered forth Persis, while the large drops gushed from her eyes, "'if you could but look upwards!' "'Do I not look upwards?' exclaimed the Jew, suddenly, in a tone that startled Persis. "'I do look up, and what do I see? One whom I have rejected, and whose doom is now, I forgive thee as thou hast forgiven. As if echoing these terrible words, there came a wild, sad sound on the night breeze. As if some spirit's hand had tolled the passing bell for the dying, but in such a strange and fitful fashion, that the sound at that unusual hour made the blood of Persis creep in her veins. The Jew looked aghast. But Franks, with one exclamation, the church, sprang like lightning out of the cottage. "'The church!' echoed Isaacs, starting from his seat, and as again sounded that strange knell, he too vanished from view into the outer gloom of the night. Persis could hardly resist the impulse to follow. She stood in the porch, her hands tightly clasped, her lips apart, her eyes straining into the darkness, listening in breathless silence as a third time that bell broke the stillness. She waited for about ten minutes, they seemed to her so many hours. Then Frank's distant shout, He's found! He's found! made the maiden sink on her knees and burst into a flood of thankful tears. Glad messenger of joyful tidings, eager to be the first to bear them to his bride, Ned was soon at her side, raised her and drew her back with him into the lighted cottage. He could but tell her that Benoni had been found locked up in the church but for further particulars both had to wait till Isaacs, escorted by a little crowd of villagers, came tottering home, bearing in his arms the child restored to him, as if from the dead. Benoni, exhausted and crying, could scarcely at first give any connected account of what had happened, but the sight of Persis soothed him, and after she had brought him refreshment he was able to answer the questions asked of him. He had been a naughty boy, he sobbed, had gone to play by the river, had lost his boat, and in vain tried to get it back by flinging a big stone into the water. Then an eager desire to see the church in which Persis was to be married had taken possession of the child. He knew that the doors would be open, because the day was Sunday, and yet the place would be empty, because afternoon service had not begun. With the stealthy step of one venturing on forbidden ground, the child had entered the silent building, and looked around with wandering awe. Then the entrance of the clerk had alarmed Benoni, who, to hide himself, had crouched down in Sir Lacey's large curtain pew, which he dared not quit again as other persons came into church. Conscious that he was doing what would greatly displease his father, afraid that Christians might be very angry at a little Jew intruding himself into their holy place, Benoni had been terrified at the idea of being discovered and had remained concealed in the otherwise empty pew during the whole of the afternoon service. He had meant quietly to steal out when everyone else should have departed, 
but when at last the congregation had dispersed and benoni had crept cautiously out of his hiding-place what had been his terror on discovering that both of the church doors had been locked during the miserable hours which had followed of darkening twilight and closing night the child in that lonely silent building had been fearfully punished for his disobedience benoni had cried aloud in his alarm had struck the door tried to climb to the windows had in vain made every effort that he could think of to call some one to his relief at last when almost wild with terror the little prisoner had chanced to lay his hand on the great bell-rope which hung near the porch the reader can guess the rest good-night persis my heart's joy were the words with which the thoroughly weary but happy sailor quitted the cottage in the dell thank god that all has ended so well and that our loss is found could persis and franks have known what was passing in the room above if they could have looked into the heart of one who was there with his head bowed down over the maiden's bible weeping such tears as those hard eyes never had wept before their joy would have been yet greater their thanksgiving still deeper and in a higher sense would persis have repeated the words our lost one is found End of chapter 46